Welcome, weary traveler. You have stumbled across a comedy chronicle of cranial concoctions, a frenzied fusion of befuddled fables, an exacting expose on eclectic mythos. Should you brave ahead, you will find yourself enlightened, delighted, and only slightly misinformed on the many fantastical worlds that exist within our favorite media. Will you learn all there is to know? <laughs> that I cannot say. But I can say it will be the lore you know. maker that's like this big. So did she! <laughs> yeah. That was the worthless thing. Yeah. It may what do you mean it's worthless? Because it you can make them one at a time and they're this big you have to make a what? thousand. It'll take no, a whole day. No, they they are this big. Oh my god. <laughs> they they're it's I mean it's not worthless. It makes waffles. It makes many it makes waffles. One tiny waffle. It's like if you had a pan that was like this big and you're like, well, I can make half an egg in it, so I'll just do that a I, lot of times. <laughs> and make a nice scramble. I do I did use it the one the one of the few times I used it, I was making waffles for you and yeah. I was making like a regular batch of waffles and then I was like, Oh, this is going to take a long time because <laughs> Because there's one at a time, one it tiny as, if dot, you're one making, spoonful if you're at a time. Making ten waffles, it might as well be thirty mini waffles. <laughs> Absurd. Uh, I I I've just come to the realization that we don't have a person to do mm -hmm. an intro for us. No, so I was just thinking if I should start. I like, can going, do it. Um, <laughs> no. And then just have you put do you want Do you want to give la, it a la, shot? La, la. Lizzie's an avid listener. Um. Is yeah. I. I listen so well that I remember exactly what Fran says every time. All right. Well, she reads it off of a script, but if you think you've, you're better than Fran, go for it. Welcome to the lore you know, a place where we know your lore. <laughs> yep. That's the new putting it on the banner. Uh, as you may be able to tell, uh, young Fran is not here with us today. She was busy, but fortunately, once more in the clutch, we have. Classic lizard ex lizard Lizzie's back. Mm -hmm. She she said that she would fill for us, mm -hmm. and uh, also on top of that, what we can see, guys. I can see the windows to your souls right now. I don't what? like that. Oh, I know it's very scary. And Ethan erotic is yeah, especially <laughs> Ethan is making me uncomfortable in my own home. But <laughs> we are we are live recording for the first time. We're gonna give this a shot. See if we can catch the electricity like uh like acdc doing a doing a recording session i think they probably did that i was gonna say right? something <laughs> strikes me that i don't know i feel like we should think of a different band more relevant yeah, the beatles acdc they were actually just in different countries at all oh, we're the beatles they would just i'm ringo a, send a lick to each other be like yeah i like I, that i like that i'm going to TikTok react to this and then that's how they made all their songs <laughs> just one layer at a time I'm just happy to be here filling in for the role of girl. Yeah. Apparently replace replaceable girl. Well, it was either it was either you or 
any number of our three cats that we have at our disposal, and they weren't mm -hmm. sitting still, so. That would have been better, frankly, though. Yeah, I but... would have much rather listened to that as a listener. <laughs> as, a, as a person who <laughs> lives as with As someone who cats. listens to this podcast. We were going to talk about that pigeon movie. Uh, do you want to tell Ethan about it? There's... Oh, we watched. We're all over the place. Yeah, you just bring in the pigeon. I was gonna. I was gonna say. I thought we were moving past it, but we watched a no, movie no last way. night called Spies in Disguise, and, and Tom, Tom Holland's in it. Tom Holland and Will Smith. And Will Smith. It must be good then. Yeah. And and uh, Will Smith, and then the only other name I. Oh wait, there was uh, Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. She's pretty cool. There's and a then, lot of. People. But I don't remember. I didn't. I, who was he? DJ Khaled was in it. Oh, yeah, DJ Khaled. But like, was I have no it. idea who he was. Mm -hmm. He just mentioned him at the beginning. Yeah, but the he's main in the thing, credits. yeah, <laughs> they did, they were like, "Hey guys, is, is like, yo Khaled's guys, is Will Smith here? I'm the lead." Anyway, DJ Khaled's in this movie, so you're gonna want to watch out for that. I the main thing I have to say about this movie is that we watched it, and uh, I think we were silent most of it. <laughs> Except for no, the occasional no, I know, I know what? what I know what I wanted to I know what I wanted to bring up about this because this movie's just filled with falsehoods and lies. Uh-huh. Where this As Tom, is most fiction. This Tom Holland character, but they were so bold faced about it. The Tom Holland character was like, I'm doing this genetic research on pigeons. And it's like, all right, whatever. Okay. He has a weird fixation on pigeons. It wasn't he's like, just pigeons. He's like, Did you know that pigeons are one of the fastest birds? Which is just wrong. Which is like, false. Abso is absolutely incorrect. We looked it up. <laughs> it's not even in the top ten not even fastest. Not even in the top twenty. Well, I guess maybe like most birds, if they're falling. That's exactly. Did he's like? Did you know they could go up to a hundred miles an hour? And it's like, yeah. If they're go like any, I can <laughs> if I felt like it. Uh, they they said that pigeons have 360 vision, which I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I did question that. Will Smith was like, "I can see I can you see and my butt at the same time." Yes. And it was like, oh, there was there was Will Smith. There was a Will Smith. You can imagine really gave his <laughs> all like, yeah, in this I'm, movie. I'm a spy. <laughs> he yeah, had I'm the best spy. I'm I'm frankly shocked he was not nominated for best voice I think he acting. was I think he won I think he won in 2000 <laughs> that's why he slapped and eight that's, that's why, why he slapped Chris Rock really he tried to steal him he was like yo you're that zebra I'm a pigeon <laughs> so, yeah a little little colloquial humor from oh. six months ago yeah now. I was gonna say we're like really on topic also when Spice in Disguise came out like, like three years ago I, or I something like, I like the Foley word but we should also probably say our names. Oh my but, god! Oh. I I actually forgot that we didn't do that. Yes, yeah, because I didn't. I couldn't fill in for Fran in the way you wanted. I guess. That's, that's right. Because I'm CJ. Oh, I'm taking Fran's place. I'm Liz Lizard. And I'm Ethan. That's right. We are back with another episode of Lore. You know, Lizzie. Thank you for filling in for Fran. Uh. Yep. What are we gonna talk about, Ethan? I hope you have a topic picked out. Yeah. Oh, I've got nothing. Oh, no, well. I'm kidding, CJ. Of course I've got something. Someone oh, tell Ethan, you. you fucking scamp, you. <laughs> you little bastard. <laughs> I want to tell you, CJ, a little bit about the year 2020. Uh, oh, my God. That's my favorite year. Nothing bad happened that year. Yeah. You see, in the year 2020, 
the U.S. had one of the highest levels of income inequality in the world, mm-hmm. with 90% oh. of the wealth controlled by 10% of the population. Way, oh, way bigger disparity gosh. than that, actually. O- over 65% of the population lives in squalid misery, yeah. while another 25 to 50 million people were disenfranchised, homeless nomads, wandering the ghost towns of the central U.S. Yep, we call them YouTubers. Oh, wow. I'm so glad we're starting on a positive note. Mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be a bummer. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. This That's not actually the real stats of 2020. Those were a little worse. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good. This is uh, the Cyberpunk series. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the tabletop role-playing game that set the stage for some of the recent hits like Cyberpunk Edge Runners and also that game that did okay. That game that came out and was big bad and then they (laughs) waited a little while and I guess it's okay now. Yeah, I heard about that. Mm -hmm. Keanu Reeves was in that. Yeah, that was kind of one of the main things. He was was an epic rock star. Johnny Silverhand. Did he have a silver hand? <laughs> it would yes. be so bonkers. Oh my God. In a world with people people have robot hands and stuff, it's like my name's Silverhand. And he just holds up both of his hands and, and they're like, normal. Oh no, it's like a it's a moniker. No, yeah. uh, he's like, no, you have to guess what I mean by hand. <laughs> or silver. But, yeah, this is this is like a very interesting series as I was looking into it. And it's also like frustratingly prescient. It is yeah. uh I think it was called the initial release was like cyber tw- cyberpunk 2013 a look into the dark future yeah and almost all of their dark future predictions did come true albeit in less cool ways okay yeah. i was well, going to say the future is pretty dark i was going to say this this like originally the original idea was like a you know tabletop role playing game the the guy wrote it in like 1980 and he was like guessing of like what 2020 would be like and apart from all the like cybernetic bullshit like a lot of it is 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 very close to to some stuff that we have to deal with well i think uh blade runner also takes place in like 2017 or something Yeah. yeah yeah and so actually uh the initial book cyberpunk 2013 was released in 1988 and it took huge inspiration from Blade Runner, mm. which is, you know, besides the aesthetic style is why you also have the, like, uh, Asian influence in this one. It's more of a Japanese styling. Um, but then later later on in the series, they would have more of an influence from, like, the Ghost in the Shell series, like mm. that kind of cyberpunk that would later become popular. The queen was probably alive then. The queen was almost <laughs> always alive and always will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They no, don't know when we're recording uh, this. I was going to say, <laughs> I hope not. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lesser known part of the cyberpunk lore is that she's still there ruling. <laughs> she would have to be. Yeah. 2077. Now, wait, let me get this straight. So it was a book first. It was a role playing game. It was a role playing game first. And then it was a book. It was we're talking about a book. So we're talking about the. Uh, tabletop role-playing game rulebook oh okay uh, which sort of set the environment that the players would experience i see there was also like a comic book series several games there's now the anime uh but we're just going to be talking about the 
uh, RPG to begin with. And to start, I want to talk about just how this RPG is like a little different from like the Dungeons and Dragons stuff that people might be used to. Uh, and so with D&D, that's kind of a power fantasy experience, right? You make mm-hmm. your, uh, you know, your hero who becomes stronger and stronger as they level up and go from doing like little quests to saving the kingdom, that kind of thing. Uh, Cyberpunk uh, 2013 and 2020 are a bit bleaker settings, you generally go from being a poor schmuck who has nothing going for them to someone who is uh, in cyber psychosis from having so many body modifications that they can no longer empathize with humanity. Oh. Yeah. That's, <laughs> oh. So that's that's like the big game mechanic, right? Is is that you as you like level up, you get better skills, but you can also like buy and install these like cybernetic gadgets. And as you do so, you remove some of your humanity to become more machine. And then people who do this too much, like will lose all of their humanity and become so distance from other humans that just the sight of other humans will like make them angry and they'll start like beating the shit out of them for no reason other than that they are humans and they hate humans now and that's what cyber psychosis is oh and so at when like when you're playing the game as you get this equipment you can get like closer and closer to having your character have like a mental break and just become psychotic and go on a murderous rampage and then you basically just lose control of them for fun. That's for fun. I was going to say. Wow, that sounds really fun. So it's well, like it's like a risk reward of like the more cool shit you have in your body, the less likely you are going to be able to control your 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 character. You are. Yeah. Um so does getting the robotic parts is that like surgery? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it's like in like the in the distant future of 2020, getting a surgery is like you can just go into like a mall and go to like a kiosk and they'll just like install cool like i don't know sunglasses like you know in deus ex where he's got the stupid sunglasses that shoot out of his sunglasses yeah yeah. you could just like get that at the mall it would take like 10 minutes or whatever (laughs) that'd be so cool to see all the kiosks at the mall replaced instead of people trying to really aggressively sell you like perfume yeah people like don't you want don't uh, you want big big penner? Which <laughs> I was gonna say, don't you want <laughs> don't you want to cool cat ears instead of regular? Yeah, human it's shit ears? like shit like that is everything in mm-hmm. cyberpunk. Like okay. that is that is what everyone does. Yeah, everybody is right, there, yeah. The furries are going crazy. <laughs> sure. But yeah, so besides cat ears and big penners, uh it is actually like way more about the style of it than other role-playing games also. Uh, the very first things that they give you in the rule book are not like how to make a character or that kind of thing. Like they tell you, style over substance, attitude is everything, always take it to the edge, break the rules. That's the cyberpunk way. Oh, yeah. just like art. Yeah, well, and this, <laughs> you learn this whole the rules thing to break them. This whole thing came on like the end of, well, not the end, but like it came off this wave of everyone playing Dungeons and Dragons, right? Which is really about like this is what the rules are, this is what you can do, like unless you listen to a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Well, this was the 19, they break the rules. This was this was the early nineties. Yeah, we didn't have okay. awesome podcasts, right? 
Everyone was listening to their Walkman. Before it was cool <laughs> and it was it was satanic. But it was satanic. This isn't satanic because there's no false gods. There's only yes. no gods. So, oh. That's the other thing that's different about this as opposed to like uh what is it, Shadowrun or whatever? Mm-hmm. Is that it doesn't have any like magic or any 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 fucking sci-fi, you know, any mystical bullshit like that. I would it's, call this sci-fi. Yeah, though. it's all sci. <laughs> it's all sci-fi. Okay. There's no like magical forces that imbue people and turn them into wizards or whatever. It's just it's just technology and capitalism <laughs> to the nth degree, and it's radical. I, and it also is like got this '80s style because it was born in the <laughs> yeah, '80s. That's mm-hmm. the best. And so it's all like glam rock and shit. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I I can't. I feel like when we last recorded the Bioshock episode, I said we'll do less capitalism <laughs> stuff next time, <laughs> and then we pick this. And this seems oopsie. related. No, uh, that one was very anti-libertarian, and this one is just anti-capitalism. And eventually, we'll go down all of the systems of government and talk about how shit they all are, and how we should all return to our caves. Oh, okay. I like that. I mean, I I know what I'm talking about for that episode, Warrior Cats. Oh my god! All right, <laughs> heck yeah! But no, all right, we'll we'll start talking about the government and uh, where the timeline splits with the cyberpunk world and ours. So during the 1950s, the uh, the Cold War is on, and the American uh, departments, the NSA. The CIA, the FBI, and later the DEA, uh, they all start to form together and uh, start doing things without any kind of overview from uh, the rest of the government. They kind of become a shadow government in themselves, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they are, uh, you know, they're they're making coups happen, assassinations everywhere. Right. Uh, so like very different from real. Yeah, I was gonna say. So when does the <laughs> I was gonna say split government happen? corruption? Man, this is sci-fi. I, I like that they included the DEA in that. It goes all the way to the FDA. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. It's like when does it stop? It's like the EPA also joined. Oh no, yeah. OSHA. No, <laughs> dude, OSHA is in a secret. The corruption of, of OSHA. The the DEA is gonna be bigger players than they absolutely should be, but <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. So. All right, this is this is kind of the uh, problem sector that we have here in America. And then in the 1990s, the timeline splits for real. Uh, the Soviet Union is collapsing while the uh, European Union is forming. Uh, and it will never be destroyed by any referendums. It will never be destroyed by any referendums, thank God. And... It is also becoming such an economic superpower that it like rivals America. Ooh, no. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that's impossible. No, and as as you might imagine, the shadow governments <laughs> of America, the Gang of Four, the real government, the real America. <laughs> they yeah, I'm gonna sound like a conspiracy theorist the entire time I read this, but it's all true. Oh no, <laughs> but. The uh, the Gang of Four doesn't like this, right? Mm-hmm. So they have the uh, the European Union here is encroaching on their American exceptionalism, and then they are also uh, starting to 
try to help the uh, the collapsing Soviet nations, like their peoples, yeah. survive the like you know horrors of a entire empire collapse. And meanwhile, America is still giving the whole idea that the USSR is an evil empire. They get whatever they deserve, and they should like all suffer horribly. Yeah, we play both sides. That way, no matter who wins, we come out ahead. <laughs> right. It's a classic. Yeah. It's a classic move. I mean, and it it makes a lot of sense. It's like the NSA, the CIA, FBI, what are they going to do if not hate the USSR? Yeah, that's what they exist like, that's, for. That's their whole thing. They don't have anything else to do otherwise. <laughs> what do they do? Stop terrorism in oh, this, in this I country? I guess we can go overthrow a third world government, I suppose. God, we did that yesterday. Yeah, I know, but like, uh, what is it? Guatemala? Uh, all right. <laughs> CJ, spoilers. Oh, sorry. Is Guatemala <laughs> yeah, that's a, little a pivotal later. moment? All right. So the European Union agrees to give aid to all of these USSR nations against America's will. And uh, in that, the USSR... And the rest of the world starts to adopt euro, the euro as the world currency. What? Rather, no. <laughs> rather one, than the American what dollar. What kind of one world government bullshit is this? <laughs> so oh, God. The, the gang of four, instead of just accepting this or trying to improve the situation in America at all, they start manipulating the stock market. I don't know how to improve the systems in America. <laughs> Not the it's Dow impossible. Jones. <laughs> So they're making the EU stocks look bad. They're making America look good. So they have this like false sense here in the 90s that America is the exceptional greatest uh, country in the world nice. when actually they're lagging behind. Number one, baby. And Always. then we do a war. Oh, classic. What? A real How one could it have time. come to this? A hot war? <laughs> uh, this one is a hot war. And uh, you remember how I said the DEA is important? Yeah. Yeah. You see the DEA being in the shadow government and be like, hey, guys, we're big players too, right? Uh, they decide that they would like to once and for all win their war on drugs. Oh, good. And they're, oh, yeah. they're going to do this by uh, just destroying South American nations that are the big exporters. Awesome. Oh, no. This is... This is yeah, I mean, this makes a lot of sense. Without the Soviets to be our punching bag, who's left? It's just all the drug runners and Everyone else? of the South America. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not oh. going to declare war on the penguins. They don't have any oil that we know of. Oh, I will get that penguin oil and gold. <laughs> I know it's down there. So that's what they're hiding. Gotta be. <laughs> but yeah, so in the, in the 1990s, the Panama Canal Treaty expires. And this Wait, is, seemed... that, is that like a real thing that happened? Yes. Okay, cool. But wow. this time, because America sucks so much, uh, they, the nations refuse to re-up this treaty. I fucking, Big L for US. I fucking <laughs> love the idea that the only thing stopping us from going to war on any specific country is like a treaty that needs to expire. Like it's a game of Civ. And they're just like <laughs> counting down the turns until they're allowed. There's Time's like up. piling troops on the border. And then when the year flips over, they're like, Sorry, guys. Bets are <laughs> off. Now it's time. But yeah, that's that's what they do. Uh, you know, they wanted to do a war there anyway. And this seemed like a good excuse to say, oh, it's their fault for not re-upping this treaty with us. And so this is 
basically Vietnam 2.0, where we have a lot of these like Southern uh, South American nations that are like highly forested. And so we're just coming. So we do a really good job. (laughs) Well, you see this time, we have started doing cybernetic enhancements for our soldiers. Hell yeah. So surely that time, when is this a year? This is uh, 1994, I believe. Unrealistic. 92. You had me until this point now. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you saw 1994 technology, but it's all like Walkmans and shit. (laughs) I don't know that many things from the 90s. I was was alive, but not I was going to say, it's just people with like a VCR in their chest. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's definitely Check this out. I can play 60 minutes. What will you do now, gorillas? I can play one VHS of the Titanic at a time. You have to to wait for me to flip it over in the middle. Oh, wait. I have to rewind this one. (laughs) Sorry. I was watching it myself. So they are definitely like the the bare bones new, you know, first level of cyber soldiers. But they're hoping that this is going to make things different from that Vietnam time. Uh, but Wait, then, so Vietnam also happened? The Vietnam War did happen. Okay. Yeah. okay. And that was an oopsie. But that one was a. That one was the same oopsie that happened in our time. I was going to say, so like in IRL? To, yeah, we don't need to go over that one. So things are going okay at first, but then the Gang of Four decides, you know the way to really stop all this drug trade and they release an artificial virus that kills all of the drug crops across South America. Oh, and I thought you were going to say computer virus, and I'm like, how? <laughs> but <laughs> Not yet. Not Classic. yet. That's later. I mean. That's later. No. This time, they're just killing all of the crops. Okay. And they're saying, yay, we won the war on drugs. Except <laughs> it turns out that a lot of South America's economies at the time were pretty dependent on all of that drug money. <laughs> Also dependent on being able to eat anything. Oh no, we That's won you. the war, but at what cost? Other countries' economy? <laughs> A win all <laughs> around. Oh, I guess we still won then. You're hugging the shower, boys. So at this point, not only are the drug cartels against the uh, against America, but also all of the citizens of South America who are like, you know, in one way or another dependent on like that trade to occur yeah. are now becoming like guerrilla factions against uh, America. And so we're doing Vietnam all over again. Yeah, really it's are. going real bad. And in fact, it's going so bad that in 1993, I mean, I want to I repeat for you here that this was written in 1988. Yeah. All right. In 93, I was born. The dr- <laughs> and shortly after that, the drug CJ gangs detonate a small nuclear bomb in New York, blowing up the World Trade Center. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. There, it is like. Truly absurd the amount of media you can find that that was like, and then a bunch of terrorists blew up. I don't know the twin towers. Let's just say, did, did they did they play this game? That's where they got the idea. Oh, this oh, is this is like the satanic oh. panic stuff. Oh, They're afraid if you do Dungeons and Dragons, no, you become I, a witch. What I was gonna you say, you play cyberpunk, you become a terrorist. I was gonna say this is only helping feeding into all those people who believe it's the conspiracy that like. The United States knew 9-11 yeah, they was going to happen. <laughs> they evacuated so all top personnel. That's so, the real deep lore we're talking about today. 
So, I mean... It was filled with asbestos. We we were going after Dungeons and Dragons when cyberpunk was right here feeding conspiracies <laughs> and leading to real life tragedies. Well, this was also before like internet chat rooms, so you couldn't really like discuss these ideas with other high-minded individuals who'd be interested in hearing more of your cyberpunk X World Trade Center <laughs> conspiracy theories. I guarantee there was a discussion of that somewhere on the internet oh almost certainly we're doing it right now i mean no i mean like closer to that time oh definitely yeah yeah. i'm sure if two-year-old me was like (laughs) if i had a solid internet connection i'd be up in that yeah guys the trade centers we need to get them out of there it's merely it's impossible for small nuclear devices to melt steel beams there's a picture of a guy who looks sort of modern in this really old photo so therefore time travel exists yeah they wanted to see it that's how it works all right so america's not doing great on the war on (laughs) drugs not anyway (laughs) and this is kind of like the middle point here it's gonna go a lot downhill yikes so just to be clear, wait, so who bombed them? I got so sidetracked the by the fact cartels. that the New York was Okay. The New York cartel. So the war on yes. drugs uh, bombed New York. New York City, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, again, it's a terrorist group blew up the World Trade Center because, because of American of military interventionism. I'm talking about the game. But it was South, okay. but it was South America. <laughs> right. Instead of middle... East America, whatever mm-hmm. we call it now. Didn't they just have the D.A.R.E. program? I thought everything would have been solved. <laughs> oh, no. Even did write in here, D.A.R.E. to war on South America, <laughs> a pun literally only I can read. <laughs> I, so. I'm glad that you so, appreciate it. <laughs> thank you for that. I was going to say, I don't have the notes up, but I did think. All right. Because good. it was effective, I went through the D.A.R.E. program. <laughs> Yeah, and look at you now. And look at me now. You've never blown up on a podcast. (laughs) All right. So right around this same time, the EU finds out about all of the stock market manipulation America has been doing. And they, like absolute monsters, take the high road and just leak the information that America has been manipulating the stock markets. Hell yeah. Which okay. immediately causes the American stock market to crash. No. And then all of the others. And uh, we have a world financial collapse, which is just known as the collapse. <laughs> Classic <Yeah>. sci-fi. <laughs> I mean, yes. Just so- call it like the most basic term. And it's like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was the collapse. That was or like, the great boom boom. That was the great explosion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although we didn't get bombed back to the Stone Age this time, which is nice. True. It's a plus. But yeah, so, you know, the whole world is hit, but America has definitely hit the hardest because, you know, not only are they in this stock market manipulation, but all of their companies were being manipulated to look better than they actually were. And so this hits America like super hard, especially the elderly as like social security dries up, their pensions uh, dry up. Oh, but Uh, we voted for Republicans. (laughs) How? Thought it was going to trickle down. (laughs) It's Reagan told me so. (laughs) It was Reagan at this point. (laughs) Well, we have have a civil war. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, I have made myself immutable. That's super good. So, so uh, this point, we're past Reagan, 
And we have a president and vice president whose names I didn't bother writing down because boom, they get assassinated by oh, no. the, the group of four, the gang of four in 1996. And immediately at that point, martial law is declared. We're in an economic crash. We have martial law as our main government. And, but we still have this shadow government being run by the FBI, CIA, and such. Um, actually, so not really. Actually, uh, the government would be run by the uh, secretary of the uh, the uh, House of Commons. He said no. Oh, really? Wait, really? He's just like, <laughs> don't, nah. bl don't blame the him. The first yes. two guys got killed. I'm good. Um, that is correct. Yeah, I <laughs> abdicate or whatever we do. That is correct. So then it went to the. Um, was it Secretary of Defense? Okay, and, and then he instituted martial law. There it is. All right, that makes. Uh, I guess that tracks. <laughs> I love that. There's three guys in front of the guy who wants to do martial law, and the first two die, and he's just like, "Oh, okay, yeah. All right, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. go ahead. No, I don't no, need to yeah. be a part of this. this all right, this ain't you me. guys do your thing. Give so, it yeah. to the guy who wants martial law. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy who wants martial law over here. <laughs> so. America, the American economy has collapsed. There's revolt everywhere. Uh, the elderly are all like out to dry. And we're now in a cold war with ourselves nice. where the military cool. government is fighting against the uh, gang of four CIA government. Yeah. Also, all the drug cartels are still everywhere. <laughs> the ch yeah, the drug cartels are also, they're still doing fine. It turns out they won the war on drugs, yeah, they, so they get back to business as usual. This is super cool for them. D, I won't do drugs. Do you remember the song? <laughs> I was. A won't have an attitude. Do, do you want? I bet they do have an attitude. Did, did you guys have McGruff the crime dog? No, because you, like, know about the Dare, Dare had a lion yeah, mascot. Lion. Yeah, Why? There was, also a, there was also a crime dog, I guess. But yes, I know who I, McGruff is, but like I, I was, didn't I, I inhabited him once. I was inside of him. <laughs> I was the big, I had a big dog head on. Oh, okay. I was going to say. The only. <laughs> you're inside of him? <laughs> I was, I Gee. guess it was technically a fursuit. The, the only. You fursuited? It was my first Shoot. fursuit. Wow. That's, it's so even... hot. It did not make me want to do <laughs> it again. So McGruff hot, the so crime hot. dog. It's McGruff the crime dog. But now the only dare thing that I remember was I like it rough. this guy who came in and talked about how he used to do drugs with Chris Farley and Adam Sandler and how awesome it was. <laughs> yeah, how radical that was. <laughs> but, it was uh, but then Chris died, so don't do drugs. So don't do drugs. So I, I went to- like me, the guy who does, you want to get out <laughs> while the getting's good. <laughs> I went to a very small Catholic school, and so them coming to tell us about all about drugs was the first time we had ever heard about all of these things. So essentially, they just told us everything we needed to know about drugs that we otherwise might not have ever learned. <laughs> yeah, but then you knew that they were just to just say no. But then we knew exactly where to go for them. How do you, what each were, what they did them, to they you, how to use them. <laughs> it's so weird that we lost. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wait, but we're doing fantasy stuff. R, right? I, I will respect myself. I did, and E, I did educate myself. Wow. So. Wow. And now she only does a little heroin just to take the edge off. <laughs> no, it's cocaine. So. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so during. <laughs> During this uh, this pseudo civil war, uh, all of these city governments are collapsing left and right, and so 
they start to turn to corporations to privatize Save all of the government functions. Yeah. <laughs> so Tesla, you know, please. Like, we're talking about some real dystopian stuff, like private prisons, private uh, electric facilities, like the whole nine yards. Yeah. Uh, I could never imagine. I how bad personally for you guys how bad do things have to get before you declare your your body and fighting spirit to like target like at what point do you need the 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 nation state of like of like Home Depot it'll be like we'll get we'll we'll house you obviously food I think we have some here there's like hot pretzels or whatever and in return you must fight those bastards over at the fucking i don't know the mobile gas station i mean you basically just described the rest of what i'm gonna go into <laughs> but the cybernetic enhancements are when i join home i was gonna say honestly they take away internet access from me and i'm pro i mean I, if if that's one of the I things they promise i got nowhere else to go i think i would choose target of course you would yeah i mean they always have you wouldn't be caught dead in a walmart I'd fight for a fucking I've Kmart, been. dude. They'd come back from the grave. <laughs> TJ Maxx. <laughs> all right. So we've got all of our corporate uh, mini governments now that they all have their own little like city states that they run. Uh, and on top of this, we have all of this collapse that's separating people into different like caste systems. There's the corporate lackeys and then there's like the disenfranchised who can't work or like trying to take care of their elderly parents who have lost everything in the the collapse. And this is the start of the point where we see the cyberpunk lifestyle begin with the nomads. This this is like this is super exciting stuff because like Ethan was talking about, this game is not like it's not so like rule forward. And there's a lot of rules. Like the the rule book for this one is Thick. Not rule forward, but there's a lot of rules. Well, that's the thing, because everything's kind of made, everything's made as like a guideline of how to play, but the game is all about being stylish. It's about like making connections with other people. Like they tell you like in pretty much any role that you have, it's all about like who you know, how much they trust you, who they know and who they can trust. And like every, every person, like the currency of this world, like they have currency, they've got Euro bucks. Which is the, the worldwide why, why, currency now? Why did they just keep calling them euros? I uh, no, so they were always euro dollars here. Again, he just like I think he was throwing that down before we were throwing down euros. And then so they were they were like it they they like have money right, but like the best currency you can have is like who you know and what they can do. And it's all like a skill-based economy. Everyone's uh, and the the presence of the net, which is the new internet, uh, changes oh. changes the landscape and it changes the people. And and then you get these these hero characters that you can play as. So they're called roles in this game, uh, that, which is just Are like because you, you role play. Yeah, oh. wow. it's it is no, but uh, presumably it's because classes was probably one of those things that was like uh, a little too on the nose. Right, Gary well, Geiger. Gary Geiger probably, like, probably owns <laughs> that phrase. So, but but there's uh, there's ten roles that you can be as a cyberpunk. Uh, I, well, before you get into them, 
I would like, I'll give you three guesses. I've told you Nomad is one of them. Right. Try to guess a name of a cyberpunk role. That's three good. tries. Hacker. No. Oh, that's Damn. close, but what? yeah, it's not, it's it not it's, one of them. That's hard to believe, and it came from it's the not 80s. Called, it's not called Hacker, I'm afraid. It's called something way cooler. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Think cooler. I think, yeah, I think Epic. What's cooler than Hacker? <laughs> <laughs> What could possibly be cooler Play. than a hang? Um, I'm hacking into the mainframe. Yeah, this is what they do. Um, I I don't know. Uh, so nomad, not hacker. They're just general not roles. Hacker. Yeah, they're like things you can be. Um, uh, like trying to think of like normal jobs, but like for with yeah. sci-fi that's terms. Ex- that's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. I was like, what's a cool word for a doctor? Yeah, what is a cool word for a doctor? <laughs> uh, a robo doctor. That's pretty close. <laughs> That's like surprisingly right. close. A, a ro- I'll give you half a, a robo point for that surgeon. One. No. Oh, okay. So you're thinking you're thinking of a, a doctor Robotnik. You're thinking of a med tech. Oh, because dang. in the distant future, okay, like machine and man are so closely interacted that if you know how to fix a human body you also have to know a bunch of how all these cybernetics work and how to fix the cybernetics yeah you have to be really smart for that so a med a med tech is a person who's who's like specifically in almost every any case they're like a trauma surgeon because people are getting their shit busted up out in the field and so you need to sew all their flesh back together and you also need to fix all of their cybernetic parts because all the cybernetics like link into your body. They're a part of your body. They're not like detachable. Once they connect it to you, it's a permanent attachment that's a part of you. So we've got the med techs. They are the they're the the healers of the group. Uh, we've got the nomads, which is what Ethan said. Do you wait? Do you think they still separate doctors and dentists at this point? <laughs> yeah, or, they do. There's or did they med find... tech and then there's tooth tech is uh, a different one. <laughs> I was going to say, or did they finally come to their senses and be like, why do we separate them? The, the teeth are not a part of the body. You can take them out and you will be fine. Med tech, tooth tech, veterinarian. Vet I was going to say, that's a, a vision, real job, a vet tech. tech. Depending on your provider. Um, and also eyes is separate. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, uh, I, I just made this up because I think it's cool, but a, a tech tattooer. That'd be pretty cool. That's that's tattoo on the tech. That's probably. I mean, I'm sure there's still like artists Uh, and stuff like that. A a robo rogue. I'm just adding. I'm just adding the hacker. That's what a hacker is. I'm just adding robo and cyber and stuff. Okay, well then you're gonna get none of them because Mm -hmm. you already got the Uh, closest one. A uh, a cyber Uber driver. He actually he predicted Uber. Sure, yeah, sure. The the cars just drive themselves (laughs) at that point. Yeah, you're right. Darn. All right, so we've got. I don't know. We've got tell them. Yeah, we've got the med tech. We've got the nomad. Nomads are like, um, what's what's the Thunderdome movie? Mad Max. Yeah, nomads are like Mad Max. They they like drive around like the landscape, which is like mostly barren either nuked out or like i think there was a virus that killed a bunch of plants at some point so like it's all like desert land in between the big cities for the most part and so the nomads are the ones who are like going between place to place they're also they're like fast and furious they're all about family so all of the nomads travel in clans and all of the all of the families are super close-knit so if you play as a nomad 
one of your abilities you can do is you can call on your family and they'll come in and they'll help bust some heads or help you get out of trouble or whatever. I, this is just the mafia. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, they they're just they're they're like outsiders to the city people, but they're really close knit within each other. But they're always fighting against like local cops or other nomad groups. Okay, so gangs. So they're yeah, they're basically roving gangs. Yes. But for some reason, they all have to like exist purely on like cars. So like they're cities basically, but they're like. Always just moving around. The nomads are generally, they get blacklisted from working for corporations. Yeah. And since corporations run everything, they have like nothing else to yeah. do but be okay. roving gangs. Yeah, just drive around. Yeah. Okay. And they, um, like I said, like when I said that, like who you know is is like the currency of this world, that's the easiest one to be like, you can always call on your family. Like they always got your back no matter what. Okay. Um, so we've also got the solos. Uh, solos are your like Han? yeah yeah oh <laughs> I mean basically solos are like your uh your your main like fighter boys all right they're all geared up they're like mercenaries for hire they got you know cybernetics up the wahoo and they're used as like hitmen and assassins and uh like people will sometimes buy them in mass to make like a little private army so they're the guys who are out front doing the fighting and they're they're like the most so when i look this up people are like they're the most op because they're the best at fighting um which is why other people were like well they're they're the best at fighting but there's just like one of them and like any of the other classes could like get a bunch of their pals together and just kill them yeah so like that's the whole that's like the crux of the game right is like you can be a solo and you're all about like you know making yourself money and keeping yourself alive and stuff like that but if you're out there by yourself I mean, you'll just get killed eventually. That's how this that's how this this new world works. Um, we've got the other one that you were close to, which is the Netrunner. Oh, that one's yeah. that one's uh, a, that one's an epic hacker. So there's I still the, think hacker's a little cooler. There's a like what? This is I mean, this is the hacker man. So what it is is hacker man. the net is a connection like the internet is, and like all these places are connected to each other. Mm -hmm. But you can enter the net. Whoa. Using using a matrix style jack-in point. Whoa. And so net runners have these things called cyberdecks, which are attached to their brains. And they can get an attachment shoved into their cyberdeck. And that allows them to like plug into the net, which is where like, you know, data is stored. People will hang out there. Uh, and it's all based on like your it's it's like gamer space. It's based on your reaction time to stuff. So like the currency inside the cyber realm is like time. Like you're always against the clock. People can try and trace where you are physically and then just like blow up the terminal that you're hacking into. And so like it's all about getting in, finding what you need to do and then getting out. So these net runners are like pros and that's why they inject it right into their brain cuz they don't want any input lag. They got to just get right in there. It's like when you hardwire your computer so that you can play your fps just a little bit better than the other guy but what does their body do when they're they're just like a limp noodle like a like just a matrix around. style yeah. i mean obviously still using their nintendo power gloved on the side right oh but they yeah. so like every team's got to have a net runner because if you can interface with the net i mean it opens all the doors for you literally like doors are connected to it <laughs> People's cybernetics are connected to the net, so you can like control other people's body parts. 
I do like the the image of someone like standing in the corner, like Blair Witch style, and someone's like, "What's wrong with them?" He's like, "He's hacking." He's the hacking, net. obviously. <laughs> he's net running. He's just standing there. There are a lot of drugs in this universe, so they'd probably be like, "Or he's on drugs." I don't know. <laughs> it's probably both. One of those it's, could be both. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the other. You can get like you can get like drugs and stuff, or you can get cybernetics that like improve your your reaction time so that you're better at the net. So that's that's the okay. kind of. That's the kind of dweebs these all are. Right. I've been waiting, CJ. Give me yeah, the one all right. on the top I'll give of the you, list. All right. So who's the one character you know from this series? Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that's right. He's What's Johnny, his name? He's Johnny, Johnny Silverhand. Silverhand. Johnny Silverhand fills a role known as the rocker boy. <laughs> so Is it gendered? No, you can be a girl rocker uh, boy. Uh, it's an inclusive boy. <laughs> you can be a girl it's, rocker boy. It's really funny Absolutely. because in the- I love that. In the- uh, like there's pictures in the book for like examples for each of these. The rocker boy is a girl yeah. in the book. It's oh, very okay, good. cool. But um, <laughs> but Johnny Silverhand is like the quintessential rocker boy. He's like the most famous rocker boy in the original series. Okay, and then that's also why he plays a role in like Cyberpunk, the video game that takes place after. So all of the like sequels to this game take place further down the timeline. Okay. Um. So the most recent RPG is called Cyberpunk Red. Um, which is where all these rules that I'm getting are coming out of. But that's okay. a prequel to the video game. So Johnny okay. Silverhand is a cool dude in the cyberpunk red universe. Um, but rocker boys are just, I mean, they're bards, basically. But like, <laughs> hell, hell yeah. they they can like inspire people with their message of music and song. They can get people to rally behind their cause. And they're just generally like magnetic. So... You know, you get an entourage of people, you just rock out and they'll just do whatever you want them to. <laughs> and it does just like real life. It does fucking rule. Um, <laughs> so most of the most of the roles, too, will take like an anti corporate message. Mm -hmm. uh, so especially like rocker boys are but like, you know, rocking against the man and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's, it's it's fucking awesome. It's like a bard, but it's just cranked up to 11 because they just. They're the stars of the show. They're yeah. not there to support. They're there to fucking rock I mean, out. I mean, bards are too. Most uh, times, I mean, the yeah, no. uh, they're like bards, but with slightly more drugs. Hmm. Yeah, also that. Uh, then we've also got uh, we've got the tech, which is a boring name, but they're the just tech. guys. They make stuff. Uh, they okay. they like make new cybernetics. They make new weapons. They're like tinkerers, right? Okay. Uh, and they they're the go tos for if you want like a new thing installed, if you want like research a new device that you can use or something like that. So the techs the techs are just the 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 people who make the world work. Plus they just know how other stuff works. So this is like a really tech forward future where everything is like super complicated and mechanical and and you know like interconnected. Mm -hmm. So a tech knows how that stuff works right. nobody else really does so they're, but they're not a doctor they're not a doctor they can't fix <laughs> right. a person the tech make the thing then the med tech plug it into your spine exactly okay. exactly uh then then we start to get into more of the like corporate side of stuff so those guys are all like against the man for the most part okay then we have uh well they have the media that could be either way because in this reality, for some reason, the media and corporations are split from each other and not just the exact same thing. But as a media member, you can be like kind of an, uh, an ear to the ground detective and trying to like snoop out 
all of the the wrongdoings going on and expose them to all your followers. And it's like internet rules, right? So there right. will be specific shows that will like people will make that people will tune into because they they trust that person to tell them the news. So as a media, you're trying to build up your credibility, build up your follower base, and then find the truth. So you are an influencer. You're ba- you can be an influencer. You could be a more traditional media person. But yeah, you're just like, you're out there trying to find the hard-hitting stories. Um, and sometimes you're backed by a corporation. <laughs> maybe that, maybe they got some, some uh, you know. And this post is sponsored by HelloFresh. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I love the idea that when this came out, they were probably thinking of like, you know, hardcore journalists like out there on the battlefield. Right. And nowadays when we look at it, we're thinking of like a TikToker. Like, yeah, yeah man, this gov- this agency is probably pretty Dude, bad. I just saw the most crazy fucking thing. You'll never believe it. Um, <laughs> a it- dog and a cat were being <laughs> cute together. <laughs> that is pretty epic, dude. Uh, and then the same thing along that lines is like a lawman. Uh, a lawman's like a beat cop. Lawman. Uh, they're also kind of like good guys in this universe because all of the corporations have their own like personal armies. Okay. So they will pay their their personal armies to like police certain areas, but then what's left over that's just like public space, not claimed by any specific or at least not policed by any specific corporation is a sort of in-between area. That's where the lawmen are. And they are there to, I guess, try and keep the peace. Uh, although okay. these areas that aren't policed by corporations tend to be pretty gnarly. So they're dealing with like a lot of drugged out people going on rampages, a lot of people in cyber psychosis who are just fucking uh, annihilating other people for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as this cop, you're you're trying to like, not have everyone die just because they're not owned by a corporation. Okay. Right. The lawman in this world, like the actual policeman is a lot more like a mall cop. Yeah. Yeah. They do have, though they also have like rent-a-cops as well. They have segways? Uh, yeah, they do. They have to drive them too. They're so cool. Yeah. Yeah. In this, yeah, in this universe, people think they're cool. Nice. Um, then there's also the fixer. The fixer, he's your fence. These he's are really a, silly names. Yeah, they are, but they're what awesome. They're, 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 they're fucking radical. The fixer's the fixer's an all right class. I'm not super into it, but he's like your fence. He's the guy who knows a guy, right? If you got a problem, you come to the fixer. He's he's got the solution. It's like the problem solver. Yeah, exactly. It's not as cool as the fixer, I guess. He's uh, a <laughs> problem solver. <laughs> Math nerd. I solve problems. <laughs> Riddles mostly. <laughs> but he's he's your guy that you you know you fence your stuff to. He gives you leads on jobs. He can set you up with a person that if you need to hire him, that kind of stuff. He's he can, your in between guy. He can fix you up. He can fix something. you up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, he can't like fix. He can't you fix up. you. No, I no, I, me- I meant like I can fix you up with. <laughs> Johnny. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 not Silverhand Johnny. Johnny Sorry. Bronze Glow. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a, yeah, he's he does uh Johnny covers. Copperfoot. <laughs> I like Copperfoot. That's good. Uh and then Copperbottom is the name of the the family from Robots. Oh yeah. Robots movie. Another obscure yeah. animated film. Um and then finally to round it out, we have the ex, the XX, the execs. Like the executives, the execs, the, execs. the executors. 
Uh, I heard other people pronounce it Ezex, which can't possibly be correct. <laughs> Where does the Z come from? Well, it's the it's the, the X. Okay. But the XX execs, they are they're executives. They're like middle management. They're trying to work their way up the corporate ladder. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even within the corporations, it's fucking cutthroat, right? Like there are people below you trying to get your job. There's people above you trying to stop you from getting their job. You're trying to get the edge so you can carve out a little more of that pie for yourself. It's just American Psycho, but with robot parts. So it's like American Psycho and Batman Begins <laughs> mixed together. Oh, that's both, way cooler. Both when Christian Bale's. <laughs> but no, I, I like to, when I first read the exact, like, my immediate thought was somebody at some point has, like, agreed to GM a game of cyberpunk and come up with a real, like, down and out underdog story and had all of his players pick execs. Yeah, and they're all like that's like even within companies, like specific people in companies will hire their own tiny private armies to like fuck with other execs to try and like take their take their stuff. So people will try and like sabotage you, but though you got to them first and they've they're fucking in the ground now and oh look, their job's open, so guess who's moving up? Like that kind of shit. Um and then of course like the people at the top of the company are always like pulling the strings and you know, making this rat race that you're kind of a part of, but hey, you want to be at the top, so uh, you know you'll, you're willing to race that race. They're just in multi-level marketing. Yeah, well, they're they're almost exclusively middle management because once you get too high up, then it's just like, well, now you're just controlling the city, and it's just a city sim at that point. So, so, so it is an Amela. Yeah, MLA. exactly. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean men loving men. <laughs> I do. That okay. is. That's all for the the roles. Um, and then obviously there's like stats um and like right. different skills that you have okay. like in Dungeons and Dragons. Like yeah. uh your you use your reflexes when you're in when you're in the net. So if you're a net runner, you gotta have good reflexes because you gotta fucking gamer quick yes, fingers kind of shit. Um some of the some of the stats are pretty familiar if you do role playing, like intelligence and reflex and dexterity. Um, some of them are pretty exclusive <laughs> to this one, like cool, which is a stat that you can have and determines how cool you are. Oh, I know uh, all about yeah. that. My cool stats are maxed it's out. It's pretty much charisma, but it's okay. also way more radical because yeah. charisma is a fantasy trait for nerds. Cool. That's just being cool. That's just a real life thing. Um, and then, yeah, there's, there's also, uh, like an empathy meter. Which has to do with your humanity. Who needs? Oh, okay. I was gonna because, be like, who needs that? Well, yeah, that's that's kind of how you measure like how close you are to cyber psychosis. Once I see. you lose okay. all of your empathy, okay. then you become psychotic and you you basically become a, a human hating monster. And then that character is like, it's not dead. He's still alive, but you don't get to control him anymore. Interesting. Yeah. Uh. So that that's like that's kind of how you play the game, and it's so. Like all of these interactions, because they're all like human-based interactions. I looked up some pretty fucking nonsensical things <laughs> that are like part of the main canon. Uh-huh. Um, because like all of these, uh, all of these like cybernetics are the norm, right? And mm-hmm. like you were saying, people could just go get a surgery to like look however they want to look. True. There are some pretty like bananas things that came from that. <laughs> like there are gangs that 
all want to look and act like the same person. I was just thinking that. I'm like, they're just like the same guy. Yeah. So there's This is the gang of Toms. There's it's like it's it's basically that. So there is there is a um there's a gang that uh they're called the Kennedys and they all got surgi- surgically enhanced to look like JFK and they Hell all and yeah. they all talk and act like him and just go around and then you're like well that's really silly and then in the game it's like I <laughs> and then but in the game it's just like it may sound ridiculous but if you were surrounded by a bunch of JFKs <laughs> would you not be at least a little bit afraid I, yeah <laughs> So I'd be like, I. Uh, 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 um. So uh, there are there are gangs that that do that, which is very strange. I'm sure there's a gang that is all a bunch of Ronald Reagans. We got to get the fuck out of here. I'm sure. I mean, I was thinking about this before about with just in general being able to basically add whatever you want to yourself. Is that the amount of of people who are furries living their dreams. <laughs> oh yeah, adding that's animal paradise. traits. Yeah, yeah. They um, basically just become a robot wolf. Well, I will. I will and that say that would be pretty cool. The more I mean, I can't judge that, them. That's really just, cool. Just like real furries, doing that will make you lose all of your. I was, yeah, exactly. The more you change your body, the less that human would, empathy you have. That would be so. an awesome gang of just like robot <laughs> furries. That'd be so scary there and is, really cool. There's an actual. So there's another. As far as like like canon gangs, there's one that's a clown gang, and they're all dressed up I like clowns. That. Except they're all surgically changed into clowns so they all have like permanent frowns and big feet oh and they, all, and they like no. and they like run around terrorizing the streets there's i a, hate that there's these okay so i was all right so there's like the specific like gang war that happens that are between these three different factions and one of the factions is street performers and specifically mimes. And so mimes versus clowns. And so there's there's like mimes all over. And then if like someone will like fuck with a mime, then the whole gang will come out and just like beat the shit out of them. Oh, I, I was gonna so, put you in a box. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> and then there is another group that uh they're all like high high society people, like artists basically, and they all wear tuxedos and have top hats and canes. And for some fucking reason, That's not an they despise the mime faction so like <laughs> because that's not art so they, yeah, they're, they're a totally peaceful faction except when it comes to the mimes and then they beat the shit out of them any opportunity they get and then the clown faction sides with the mime faction in this so whenever the clowns see any of these tuxedo guys they start a gang war with them it's the most fucking nonsensical thing because they're not dressed up like these things they just are these things no now. no i think this is one of the best best lore i've ever heard in my life frankly it is very scary (laughs) i love that i just want to talk again about predictive abilities of this writer here because this is just vr chat like that's exactly Uh, i mean you you do actually (laughs) you have it you have it pretty much oh my god a gang of anime girls a gang of anime girls who uh, all fight Knuckles the Echidna I was whenever say, they see a him. Miku, a Miku Hatsune gang. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the clown gang, by the way, is called the Bozos. They Heck look like yeah. that that sad, that uh, sad well, clown Well, insane man. clown posse is, it is taken. A, it's the insane clown posse <laughs> if they were mean instead of nice. I was going to say, instead of, <laughs> if they weren't rad. Um, 
And then the the uh, the highfalutin people are the Juilliards. Okay. <laughs> and then the Philharmonic vampires are the ones who beat the shit out of mimes. Mimes. They're not Excellent. actual vampires, though. I love this. I just want to live in this specific part of Cyberpunk. This, just this little chunk. Well, I just okay. want a TV show about the, the beef these, well, okay. these gangs there's have. A, there's only one more thing I want to talk about the the like the stuff going on. Um, is that on top of all this gang shit, there's the net, right? Which is right. the the it's kind of like the internet. Um, but there was an internet virus that took place. You would expect there to be a lot of like artificial intelligence because like a super futuristic world. Mm -hmm. um, but the net doesn't have any like AIs on it or anything. Uh, okay. Because what happened is that there was there was a thing, an event in the year of our Lord 2022. Oh. And it's called the data crash. And uh -oh. this this guy uh, uploaded a virus onto the net. He was trying to destroy the whole net. Uh, and to do so, he, he uploaded this virus that would like reproduce and destroy whatever part of the net it was on and then move on. And he basically succeeded in, in taking down the entire, the entire internet as, as it was before. And on top of all of that, this virus apparently affected the AIs in the machine in a similar way to how a virus in the real world affects a real person. And the virus was called Rabid, which is an acronym, but it was called Rabid. <laughs> and so it made all the AIs go fucking berserk and decide that they wanted to destroy humanity, as AIs tend to do. Mm -hmm. And so instead of embracing this amazing opportunity humanity had to just get rid of the internet and start anew, <laughs> all of the corporations band together and created this system called the Black Wall which they were going to use to save what was left of the net so that they could use it. Uh, and apparently it was so complicated that the researchers at the corpse needed to get the help of the AIs that were left that weren't corrupted yet, who also wanted this to happen for unknown reasons. So they set up this thing called the black wall by using the AI's help that put all of the AIs, both malicious and benign on one side of the wall and then everyone else got to stay on the other side of the wall, and there was no going between the wall. So that's why it's called a black wall, because nothing is allowed in or out. But it wasn't a firewall. It wasn't a firewall, <laughs> because firewalls will let some things through, sure. but the black wall blocks everything. So in the future, there are no AIs, because they're all on the other side of the black wall, and they are not allowed to come back to our side, and you're definitely not allowed to go to that side of the black <laughs> Interesting. wall. Interesting. But one of the gangs called the Voodoo Boys, all they the want to do, boys. all they want to do, is get to the other side of the black wall and ask the AIs there to like make humanity perfection. They're like the AIs oh. are gonna solve all of our problems. We just need to get I over thought, the black wall and get them. I thought you were gonna say get over, ask them out. Yeah, they, they. I mean, they probably are into them yeah, that way. No, I do love the Voodoo Boys are just trying to, to speak to the other side. Yeah, we're, we're the Voodoo Boys. We're the Voodoo Boys. <laughs> Uh, and like the, the net that's left is the net that the, the players are playing in and it's really like fractured and it's a bunch of like nodes basically that the corporations run. So like a corporation will have control of one part of the net and the other part of the net. Like there isn't free travel, which is why the net runners are in such high demand, right? They're going into the net, they're navigating, they're finding the stuff and then they're getting out before they, uh, before they get noticed. Mm -hmm. 
and so that's that's kind of the 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 cyber realm that these cyberpunks exist in. Yeah. So so that uh that version of the net happens a little after Cyberpunk 2020. It's in the the Cyberpunk yeah, red. Yeah, it's a 2022. Heck yeah. But I'm super glad that wait. CJ what? I can't wait. That's going to yeah. happen this year. I was going to say hopefully not all of it's prophetic, you know. <laughs> But no, I'm I'm super glad that CJ brought that part up because this was one of the like best things I read about when researching for this game is that uh, the reason that they had the whole net break down and become these like fractured systems in the the most recent RPG release is because before that there was no rules as written reason for netrunners to not just sit at home while all of the other people yeah. went out on the missions yeah they yeah. needed to they needed to like have a reason out there. yeah so you like have to go to where the net access right. is you, you can't just like connect, connect. Yeah. but back in the day they just had a bunch of players who were like you don't know my netrunner guy sits at home while you guys go on the cool I do mission. love that. That's like Operation Tango, that game you and me played, where yeah. like you're the field agent and oh, I'm just the hacker and I just sit in my computer like opening doors for you. I was going to say, I don't remember his name, but if you ever watched Kim Possible, she had the guy who she, he just oh, always called right. her and yeah. talked to her on the screen and like he never... Wade. Wait, Wait, yeah. yeah, he just yeah. never left Im- where he was. <laughs> Imagine if you had an RPG game that you were playing with your close friends and you had one person playing as Kim Possible and one person playing as Ron and there's a and third then guy who plays as Wade who, and then like, someone has the naked mole rat. 90% of the game and then you guys say, oh, Wade, we need you to hack it. He's like, okay. All right, okay. I, roll. I roll. I did it. Uh, I did all right. It. <laughs> so, like, a, I think, he, I think Wade showed up in like the last episode or something the movie oh my god they were like oh beautiful. my god yeah he came out of his room <laughs> awesome but then also someone has to be the naked mole rat oh the, I, like I mean that. again with the power of cybernetic enhancement you can and you anyone can be could be a naked anything. mole rat i'm still really into the idea of everybody just becoming a regular robot wolf so not even like a furry on two legs just a robot wolf and you're like your gang is the pack. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys just yeah. run around. You guys just be wolves. You guys, yeah, you just you... be wolves and you howl at the moon together and stuff. I think All that'd right. be really fun. You get to be the GM for our cyberpunk game that we play. She's going to make us play Warrior Cats just with the cyberpunk <laughs> yeah. framework. Wait, no, then we should just be robot cats. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm All right, thinking. That sounds amazing. We'll definitely do that. Maybe we'll stream it to the whole world, our joyous... Cyberpunk we just don't do it. We don't even do anything related to the plot. I do. <laughs> just this like stuff going on in the background. I'm like, eh. I I'm like, like, oh. like my ass. So that's what Stray is. You just I rolled to start a howl. <laughs> I you don't have. I keep telling you, you don't have to roll to do that. You can just do that. I'm gonna roll anyway. <laughs> Success. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, we've got this idea of where the world is going, and we have this idea of who the cyberpunks are. So then I want to talk a little bit about the primary setting of the cyberpunk games, which is this place called Night City. And <laughs> Night City. For anyone who has listened to our recent Bioshock episode, this is going to sound frustratingly similar. Uh, Listen, how many different cities can you make that are like owned by corporations and so that's kind of their downfall and then all the people become faction. Uh, 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 yeah. 
So you have this uh, very rich entrepreneur named Richard Knight, and he, in the early 90s, he sees the collapse coming. He's like, well, this doesn't look good for the American way of life. I fucking and love that. It's like Night City. It's like, uh, I, I don't know. It's it's like, you know, Daytown or whatever. But <laughs> no, it has Knight, to be named after a guy with the name Knight. Richard Knight <laughs> yeah. from Night City sounds like an Ace Attorney character. <laughs> Richard Knight. And, and Richard the murder Knight was committed at night. Dick Knight. <laughs> Heck yeah. So Richard Knight sees the collapse coming and he decides to protect the American way of life. He wants to build a utopian city that is free of all of this turmoil that is brought about by people and governments and instead will have the whole city run by corporations and nothing could go wrong. I like that, yeah. The city would be completely planned, self-sufficient, and in general, a fortress against the criminal element. Which, element like, of criminal. Which, like, every citizen in the city is basically criminal in some way or another, whether by necessity or just because they feel like it. Yeah, so they call it a shining beacon of enlightened capitalism. It's always a shiny beacon on the hill, dude. Every single time it's that. It's also every single time that I tried to look at a source for this, that source directly compared it to Epcot. Hell <laughs> like, yes. I, I keep telling you. I was going to say Amazon. This sounds like something Amazon would do. But yeah, then I was also thinking, oh yeah, Disney has made its own town. You better believe that Epcot would still be <laughs> chugging along on its original vision if Walt Disney had not smoked and drank himself to death. <laughs> uh, so unsurprisingly, corporations love this idea. And a bunch of them start bankrolling him. But, uh, oh, geez, there's a bit of a problem. No. Because all of these corporations are into the highfalutin stuff. But any kind of major construction group, they're not so much run by the corporations as they are run by the mob. And so the, uh, the mobs are... Uh, a necessary part of his deal to create his crime-free city. And also the mobs themselves are major investors in Night City through like a bunch of shell corporations because they're like, oh, this seems like a great place. What to do crime? <sighs> yeah, it, it, it is. It's a pretty, it's pretty good. Like I said, the lawmen aren't like the main law. In the I was land. gonna say, it's, doing anything? It's the it's all the it's all the solos for hire that are the the real power. So the city is built. The mob starts doing what the mob do, and Richard Knight doesn't really like this, and he functionally starts a gang war where he has a bunch of these corporate security firms, and he is hiring them to fight against the mafia. And this sounds, again, very familiar to Bioshock, but, oh no, it turns out that the Mafia is able to use, like, the disenfranchised people and their help. Knight ends up getting killed. The mob is in control of the whole city, but they officially name it Knight City after his the, the dead man to honor him, so really everybody wins. He tried. <laughs> he made something. and that's... He made... 
something. I mean, <laughs> he made something. Is, is, is not the goal of all rich white men to make something, get your name on it before you die so that people will remember you for some reason? And then he, everyone forgives anything else he did. <laughs> yeah. He made a place that was known as the City of Dreams. <gasps> And also as the worst place to live in America. Awesome. And again, again this bad is dreams. like post pseudo civil war, like collapse of the entire world economy, America. Yeah, it really just kind of kept getting bad to worse <laughs> for the American people for yeah. a while. So everybody just sort of lets the mob run things in Night City for a while. And this is not a great idea. They are <laughs> really. <laughs> But they're so organized. The uh, the corporations the corporations make their own little armored section called the corporate plaza, and basically just let the mob deal with like anything else. Cool. And so this is known as just like one of the bloodiest times in uh, American history for any city. There are thousands of unsolved murders just across the city. you could say I feel like it's, that they're still categorizing it as that, yeah. Even given the circumstances, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's a gang war going on. They're like unsolved murder, <laughs> another another mystery for the annals of history. They'll look back on this and be like, "That was a bad time. <laughs> that was rough." Bummer. So early 2000s are not going great for Night City. Uh, meanwhile, though, corporations are starting to realize that without all of these big governments to stop them. They can solve their corporate disputes with literal military warfare. And so in five years time, we have two corporate wars wherein they uh, either either through their own paramilitary groups or through like hiring mercenaries, they start to attack one another uh, and just assassinations are going wild there's uh, the overthrowing of small governments in order to use their nations for their corporation's gain. Uh, other small countries now make most of their money just by renting out their military like aircraft and the like to corporations. So, Man, I wish I could buy my own military hardware instead of having to rent it all the goddamn time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Great from a bottom line standpoint. Hell yeah, and that's the only line I care about. <laughs> it it works kind of like we're experiencing right now in real life. Is the what unnecessary conflict kills supply and inflates demand, which saying, only means that the corporations can charge more for their stuff. Are you saying late stage capitalism is already known, and that we don't actually have to wait for it to occur in completion to us? Are you saying <laughs> capitalism is bad? No, he's not saying he's he's not <laughs> oh, saying that. Okay, okay. He's so not. You, you too, silly people. I'm talking our, about a fantasy world. Right, here. right. Buy our merchandise or whatever. <laughs> our merchandise. Our merchandise. <laughs> so. The, uh, the Arasaka Corporation, which is the largest armed forces corporation in the world. They do uh, like corporate security as well as just general warfare type stuff. They decide that... Uh, general warfare. General warfare general is my specialty. Warfare, you know, that's, they have that on their like little tag. Like 
Security. General war for all your security and general war- warfare needs, uh, and manufacturing, and this manufacturing. Is essentially, if Home Depot was like, you know what, <laughs> people aren't investing in their homes anymore because no one buys, so we're doing war now. It'd be like if Walmart sold guns. Oh wait! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, the Home Depot is just like you are gonna need to upgrade your house because someone is selling grenade launchers at low, low prices. <laughs> That's how you make the money. You sell the grenade-proof windows and the grenades. <laughs> and the grenade-launching drone. <laughs> so the Arasaka Corporation is the big bads as far as like armed forces corporates go. And they decide, if we're already this deep into all of this corporate warfare stuff, we might as well get rid of this mob problem we have in our like Central American base. Uh... And also, the Arasaka Corporation has strong connections to the Yakuza. So I don't know if there's so much getting rid of the mob as kind of just changing the, the yeah, flavor Yeah, I mean, of mob. The, all mobs want to just get rid of other mobs. That's kind of the whole point. <laughs> so they ruthlessly purge out the mafia in a three-year war in Night City. Uh, they just, like, murders across the street getting worse and worse. And... At the end of it, the ordinary people are no better off. Even though we've gotten rid of all many of the mafiosos, we still have this like brutal uh, militaristic control. And many of the uh, middle class districts get just like all of the people get evicted to make room for the new mil- the new middle class, the paramilitary corporate soldiers who need housing now. Nice. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is what happened in the Civil War. <laughs> wow, it's history repeats itself. Uh-oh. Except in- you better believe that if Abraham Lincoln had access to grenade drones, you know, he went uh he would not hesitate. And I we ho- would not remember him as the same man. <laughs> I hope there's a robo a robo Abraham Lincoln or somebody made him made themselves to look like him. There almost around. definitely is that but like every famous person has like a fan base that has, they got like an them. extra tall hat and then they're like extra tall. No, it's just the hat is part of them and has like oh. gadgets inside. Oh, heck oh. yeah. I love it. Someone could be genuinely inspector. Gadget. Right. Go, go gadget, <laughs> nuclear arm. <laughs> So this is the environment that players experience when they're getting into any of the cyberpunk games. It's corporations rule with an iron fist in the daytime and the remnants of organized crime run the city in the night. And they're often used as soldiers of fortune for those corporations to attack one another while claiming that they had nothing to do with that recent raid. Yeah, which Fran I'm sure would love because she loves warring states period stuff for some reason. But uh I mean it's it's a truly chaotic setting for a pretty like frantic and what could potentially be a really all over the place tabletop board game because you can just like fly by the seat of your pants and be uh be like a, a crazy net hacker <laughs> or like a guy who can resurrect a basically dead person by jamming a bunch of electronics in them. And or a robo wolf or a robo wolf i guess <laughs> that's probably the that's probably a rocker boy i mean you don't have to choose a class if you're just going to be a wolf running around but i oh. imagine they're charisma based oh my gosh cool a, based a, 
a rocker boy, but you're like a robo furry person. So it's basically just the latest five it's like nights Chuck at e. Freddy's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say the latest five That's nights at Freddy's. That's very scary. <laughs> that, you're, you're saying a frightening one. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, I'm not physically yeah. frightened. I'm frightened for my eternal soul. Yeah. I, there's a lot of things I'm afraid of about this viscerally. Uh, I, I think that's awesome. I was gonna say I don't know what you guys talk about. I, I wanna, I wanna. That'd be you know cool. What? I, I did look. I think, I think I'm gonna go out and get a, a copy of this game book, and, uh, and flip through it, and maybe, maybe try and get some people to play because this, this sounds like it could be a real fun time. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely like a really amazing world, and we have kind of just scratched the surface here. But this at least, if you're coming from like Cyberpunk 2077 or more likely the Cyberpunk Edge Runners series, um, then or from the, Keanu Reeves, or you just are really big on Keanu Reeves. And who isn't? This who gives isn't? you like the groundwork for how this world got to the place it's at. Yeah, and the uh, we yeah, because like Ethan brought us all the way up to to cyberpunk 2020 i added in some of the stuff about cyberpunk red which is the prequel to cyber cyberpunk 2077 Mm -hmm. which everyone loved and had no issues with i mean there's a reason people were really disappointed because i mean even with the stuff in that game that was working it like it like it took all but three of the different roles you could play and it it has three of the kind of most generic played out one i think you can be an exec a nomad or i think it was just like a street rat which isn't even one of them Mm -hmm. i think that's more of like a solo kind of play style but like like it took out a lot of the customizations you did get to choose what kind of penis you had which is i do remember that actually i heard about that i will say that is in the core rule book there's uh, I know you guys are wondering. Cool. Yes, cool. people do get enhancements on their penis. There is a thing called Doctor Stud. What about? Oh, sorry, he's Mister Stud. He Mr. doesn't have his doctor. Okay, he doesn't have his doctor. Does it add to my cool points? It probably does. It quote <laughs> lets you have as much sexual intercourse as you desire. Oh, what about um? But only dicks. Oh, uh, <laughs> you're thinking of the Midnight Lady, which is. <laughs> Which is, quote, based on the Mr. Yes. Stud, however, is the female version oh. and does not elaborate. <laughs> awesome. No elaboration this, needed, this, frankly. This, this, this whole article that I have on it says, giving women the opportunity to experience the Mr. Stud during sexual intercourse, which makes me think that if you don't have this installed, it will say, kill you. Um, I... I love the idea of getting my cyberpunk character, the Mr. Stud XL Goliath, which does give me a plus three cool, but a minus two to empathy. Yeah, and you, <laughs> I can't relate to these weak humans who can't even take a full thrust before their hips break. <laughs> All right. Okay. All well, right. We need. I don't s- want to go much farther. We into need that. S- <laughs> I don't want to talk about. This I, I want right. to stop talking we, about this. We we will start to wrap it up as is as is tradition on the show. Uh, uh, Lizzie, do you have any uh, any open questions or uh, last last thoughts on the the cyberpunk series? 
I have a lot of questions, but they're mainly just <laughs> stuff like the wolf question. Yeah, I feel like you're really fixated on this. I there has to I, be an RPG that's just you play as a, as a wolf pack or something well, for like sure. That. No, for I sure. want it specifically in Cyberpunk. It needs I don't to know be what you're the Cyberpunk. About. I don't want to just be a regular wolf. That's I stupid. Cyber wolf. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I. I don't think I think all my questions relate to things that could happen in cyberpunk and are less about how things work. <laughs> all right. Well, and I would just get more talking about Mr. Stud. So we'll I was going to say, yeah. I, I God, if only, um, well, wait, I do have a question. Actually. I, I'm wondering is cyberpunk a genre? Uh, so it is a genre, which is why people like, usually refer to this tabletop role-playing game as Cyberpunk 2020, even though Red is out now. Yeah. Because if you just call it the Cyberpunk series, then people say, you mean like Ghost in the Shell? What are you talking about? Right. That's I wondered that this whole time. It's a mood. It's, a, it's a, an aesthetic. It's an but aesthetic. It did, I mean, it did originate a lot of ways from the, orig from the OG. From Blade Runner? Yeah. Yeah. It's Mike Pondsmith. Mike Pondsmith. Yeah, he seems Heck like yeah. a really cool guy, too. I guess he got to do oh. a lot of producing on the the game. That's I don't awesome. know how much, but they they off, they offered him in to consult and all that stuff. He seems slightly cooler than Gary Gygax. Yeah, he does seem a little cooler. Well, he obviously drew a lot of inspiration from from old Double G, but um, he definitely had a lot more focus on like aesthetic and stuff like that. Whereas, I mean, a lot of Gary's stuff just pulls from Lord of the Rings and like what that was about. So. Uh, you know, he took it, he took it, took that and spun it with some of the cool images of the future that were very popular in the late eighties and early nineties and mm -hmm. made a cool universe. So cool. we, we, we thank Mr. Pondsmith for his contributions and Hey, we thank all you guys for listening. That's right. This is the end of our show. Uh, we loved that you guys came and joined us, even though we are not quite at our usual full strength, but thanks again, Lizard X Lizard on the internet at You're so welcome Lizard Lizard X on your Twitter handle, Twitter. and we just know you as our good chum Lizzie. Yes. Uh, thank you again to Gailstorm Kitsune for all of the art, both in the thumbnail and on the borders and the videos, and thank you Apajo for our intro and outro bangers still bang to this day uh, be sure to tweet at us at at spices with with any of your questions about mr stud or the what was it the lady the of, midnight lady the midnight lady yeah well actually if you could tweet more information to us about that let us I, know How does i would it work? love i would love to, to or does mr more. stud do everything apparently they they have a uh they have a they have a like a spokeswoman for the midnight lady and her name is lizzie wizzy so <laughs> Wow. I was it there all, all along. It all, it all comes together. Damn. Uh, Ethan is correct. Tweeted us at Spices With. Also, check us out twitch.tv slash cooking with spices. We have been playing a lot of video games, and Spooky Month is coming up. We're going to be playing a lot of spooky games, a little Resident Evil, some other uh, indie style, small produced games, just whatever we can find. It's going to be a very spooky month. 
Uh, and as appropriate, we'll have very spooky episodes of more The Lore You Know coming soon. And I think that's going to wrap us up for the shout outs. Make sure to rate us high. Tell your friends. My name is CJ. And my name is Liz, asking all of the furry questions at any point. <laughs> and I have been Ethan. And I am going to go see a doctor about a Mr. <laughs> Stud. <laughs> You mean a med tech? <laughs> <laughs>